The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Thursday the 14th, and you are tuned into Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving us Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Good morning. You guys just had a great sports show. Yeah, it was a good sports show. Uh, a lot of local... Things to talk about, especially with the State Little League Tournament happening at Oatsdale Park this weekend. Tons and tons of families and kids and uh, groups coming into the panhandle to uh, play a little baseball and then, of course, be out and about. So that's always cool. It's always nice to have those big events here. It is because I remember when my kids were in high school athletics, a lot of the state tournaments, mm-hmm. regional tournaments, happened to be several hours right. drive away. So. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have it here. It's going to be a ton, ton of people. They have the home run derby tonight, then the games get started. Uh, tomorrow, Jefferson and uh, the 10-12 teams, Jefferson is going to face off against Summersville at 7.30 p.m. tomorrow, and then Martinsburg facing off against uh, Logan tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Uh, so we'll keep you up to date on that. I think Luke's going to be heading out to a couple of the Little League games this weekend. So, Oh, does do we have um, studio, like station sunscreen? <laughs> I don't think so. I think um, maybe there's a big dog think, hat he can wear or something. I think LTF has chapstick. <laughs> I think. Okay. Who um, knows? Or nine, today's nine seven five. He's, he's partially covered then. Marsha, do you know how big of a day today is for? And nobody else knows except for me and the other people that have been watching Tour de France. I got to bring it up. I got to bring it. Oh, I also have another. I have two stories to bring up. Okay. But this one, do you know how go, big of a day it is ahead. for in bike racing? It, why don't you tell the listeners how big of a day it is in bike go, racing? Go ahead and put it on USA if you got it. If you're around a TV or if you got the Peacock app, go ahead and pull that thing up because the boys are going up Alpe d'Huez today. It is the most fabled climb in France. It's got crazy switchbacks, but the best part is the fans because there's so many people. They've been on this mountain, right, where you can't drive up it. So you have to... Park in the town below and then walk all the way up to the so top of the So it's an athletic thing. climb just for oh, the yeah. spectators. And they're like taking speakers and they're bringing trolleys or they're biking up, all this crazy stuff. But they've been up on top of this mountain since like sunrise. Uh-huh. And they've been partying the whole time or painting the road. There's this one corner, I think it's corner seven, um, called Dutch Corner, where a lot like all the people from the Netherlands and Dutch fans go and they paint the corner of the I road I wonder what orange. that corner smells like. Uh, probably just, a lot of adult <clears throat> beverage, I'm yeah, sure. A little, little marijuana little wine, going on there. Maybe a little wine, I'm sure, you know. Uh, there maybe a baguette or two fresh baguette <laughs> but uh yeah that's happening today so if you uh, need a little break from work go ahead and pop uh, pop a bike race on but yesterday and i was t- i was telling this story on panhandle sports live uh before uh, panhandle live and i was out with my dad yesterday before we went to our ravens uh fan club week or monthly meeting ravens roost and um post seven by the way and we were at uh, this place, and we're sitting there, we're talking, whatever, and then all of a sudden we start talking Shepherd football, which is always a topic of conversation. And then Alex Wetzel's parents come out of nowhere, the tight end for 
Shepard that had the catch at Kutztown or whatever, and we start Just talking. Way cool. And I and I told him I was like, listen, I don't know if it's weird or not, but I listened to that to you know our call of that on ninety five nine the big dog literally every day. And isn't that that's part it's, of your intro? Right, for it's in the intro. Sports Live, right? I mean, I still get goosebumps every time I hear it. But it's she, epic. It's legend. I mean, she, the catch is legend. Oh yeah, the oh, call yeah. is legend also. And she, and she looks at me. She goes, "His mo- his mom goes, yeah, so do we." <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, "Oh wait, but you guys see us?" Then uh, she brought her husband over, Alex's dad, and um, he says, "Yeah, look at these cornhole boards. And they make cornhole boards out of the picture or with the picture of his game-winning catch, where the hole in the cornhole board is where the ball would be in his hand. <laughs> so if you make a cornhole or you make it in the hole, it's like he caught it. But such it's a special perfect. moment. That's what I told him. I mean." I didn't really have anything to do with it, but it's so cool to have been there, you know, to been a part of it. It's It's been, you know, the gift that keeps on giving oh, because, of yeah. course, that was part of your award-winning, you know, play-by-play package. So, wow. Now, how neat. What a neat little bow to put on all I of know. that. But, right? and then kind of off topic, but related, um, I wear headphones all the time. I'm all, mm-hmm. I always got headphones on either if they're my studio ones or I got earbuds, things like that. And I had bought uh, AirPod, AirPod Pros last year, right? And they're, Expensive, right? I didn't want to spend the money, but they're nice. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep them for a while, right? They'll be good. Fast forward a few months after I buy them, we're going, I'm driving out to Columbus for uh, Shepard's first game of last year against Ohio Dominican. So I'm staying in this hotel, whatever. The game happens. Uh, go to sleep, wake up, get ready to leave to go do a Berkeley Springs game. And I'm about two hours outside of Columbus, and I realize I don't have my headphones. Ouch. Right? So I'm like, crap. So I call the hotel because I knew exactly where they were, right? They were right to the left of the TV. They were, mm-hmm. yeah, I knew exactly where they were. So I call them. I'm like, hey, I left my headphones here. You know, can you just, anybody see if they're there? Oh, good luck. And the lady goes, yeah, you know, actually, I think their uh, housekeeping's in your room right now. I'll go check. I'm like, perfect. So I'm still on the line, driving down the road. I'm like, nice. I'm get them, you know, ship me the headphones, whatever. She comes back and says, sorry, don't have them. Shocker. So I... I proceeded. I wasn't too mean, but I was frustrated, right? I wanted my headphones. I wanted these. I love those things. Um, it might have said a couple of mean things. Not too mean, but, you know, I was okay. frustrated. Fast forward to two days ago, mm-hmm. right? At that point, thought they were gone, forgotten about them, bought some kind of cheapy ones and just been dealing with it since. Two days ago, I get a FaceTime from my mom and she goes, hey, uh, I was cleaning up a little bit and I found these headphones and she puts them up on the screen and I'm like, are you Get kidding out. me? It's these oh. headphones, right? But I still didn't believe her. And I was like, well, I know I left them in Columbus. You know, I know I, I know where they were at. I know they got stolen, right? And she goes, well, if you want them, I don't know who they are. You can take them. So I was like, all right. So yesterday, my dad gives them to me. And with AirPods, you open it up and it connects the phone. It can show. It says like what the name of the thing of the uh, device is. Mm-hmm. And it says Jordan's AirPods. Wow. So a whole year I've just been so angry at these what a people climb with they've this made like from Columbus to get to your what, nightstand. What? <laughs> like all I was so angry for so long at these people. Like it was like a La Quinta or I don't know Holiday Inn Express, whatever mm-hmm. it was out there. So now I feel like I should call them and apologize. Yeah, maybe. maybe <laughs> like so. hey, sorry. I don't know if you guys remember, but um, <laughs> I've been living in anger for a year about this. But I I just want to in case in case. You know, you've forgotten. I'll dredge it back up and yeah. then apologize. It's like I'll so. take my uh, bad Yelp review down. <laughs> no, you did not. Do no, that. I'm not that kind okay. of person. I'm not. <laughs> I don't even. I won't even send my food back at a restaurant if it's like cold or wrong. Okay. So I won't be doing any Yelp. But in real news, Marsha. Right. So uh, today, big day. Woody Williams uh, is lying in honor at the U.S. Capitol today. Uh, the West Virginia Marine who won a Medal of Honor in or excuse me, who received a uh, Medal of Honor 
in World War II during uh, the Battle of Iwo Jima and became an advocate for veterans and their families. Uh, we'll lie in honor today at the U.S. Capitol. I believe it begins at 1030 uh, until 3 p.m. And we're close enough folks could travel out there for that. And uh, our Brad McElhaney from the West Virginia Metro News, he's our statewide uh, correspondent. He's going to be on scene. He's going to be filing a couple of reports during talk line this morning, kind of at the top of the show. And then again, towards the end of the show, just to kind of, you know, let folks know who aren't there what it looks like. And then as part of this, because uh, one of the reasons that this was important to Woody Williams was um, he, you know, he said, whoever he, t- uh, Senator Joe Manchin retold the story that he said, whomever is the last living medal honor recipient from world war two, he said, I'd like for that honor to be bestowed upon, upon them. It happened to be him. He died earlier this month at the age of 98. And as part of this, they're going to be doing a wreath laying serv- uh, ceremony at the world war two memorial in dc as well yeah i'm excited to see the pictures that come out from that because i'm sure it's going to be i mean the pictures of woody that when he was lying in state at the state capitol mm-hmm. building were as moving as could be and let alone putting them in you know the u.s capitol building is pretty special right so, very very special so today the spotlight will be on that generation on woody williams in particular the heroics at iwo jima and then you know the entirety of that greatest generation, not only the the folks who fought, but also those back home on the home front. So absolutely, absolutely. But um, there is some things, some festival events happening tomorrow, right? Yeah, you're looking to get something going on, right? So uh, Shepherdstown, I didn't know this, but they have a, an annual event, which is their Friday festival, and is happening tomorrow, which happens to be Friday, mm-hmm. July fifteenth. The department um, says there will be a cruise in, festival foods, raffles, plenty of baked goods. In fact, a baked goods auction at six thirty. So it starts at five p.m. Uh, Friday. I think I, I accidentally put six on the show prep, but it starts at five p.m. Friday. The auction is at six thirty. Special note: bingo will not be played during the oh. festival. So, but you know what? What in lieu of no bingo, bingo? In lieu of bingo, there's all the other stuff. Well, I was going to say you had me at baked goods, but if no bingo, I don't know if I can go. <laughs> Try to hide your disappointment. I, I know. I'm going to have to put my daubers away now. <laughs> do, you, do you actually own daubers? Did Listen, they make Marcia, the move? Marsha, <laughs> I come from the most competitive family in the world. Okay. And bingo is right up the alley. So wow. my parents are members of this uh, like club up in Williamsport, right? They do bingo all the time. And therefore, there was probably about a stretch of three months. Where I was getting messages, because a couple of my friends were also members there, and they would go for bingo night. Uh-huh. I was getting messages from them, angry messages, about my mom, because she would win every day <laughs> bingo. And apparently she started to get a little cocky with it, uh-huh. and she would, and people would get a little upset. My friends would be like, why does your mom, why is she even here? How many boards does she pull out at a time? I don't know. I think two or three. I See, I I don't know how people The more do you got to do it. Is it luck or is it strategy? What is it with bingo? I think it's like you just cast a wide enough net. Right? So if you have 10 boards in you front of you, you chance. got a better yeah, you chance. Got a big chance. But you got to pay to play, right? I will say bingo yeah. halls are some of the more intimidating places you you can ever find yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at a bingo, did a bingo once. Me and a friend were out there and I thought I had bingo, right? Oh and I was no, little, did you preemptively yell that Thought bingo. I had bingo. I'm sitting there, I'm looking at it and everybody, and everyone had told me, don't call bingo unless you have bingo. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, I think I have it. And I didn't say anything, didn't say anything. And I was like, I got it. And I yelled, bingo. And everybody goes, whoa. And started staring and looking at me. And um, they're like, bring it up, bring it up. 
And I go up, and as I'm walking up, uh, a lady sees my card. She goes, that's wrong. Oh, that's so That's wrong. Mortifying. And starts yelling and screams. She's like, that's not right. No bingo, no bingo. And then everybody just is so mad. Had people like already moved their stuff oh, off yeah. their... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So you just ruined that whole round for yep. everyone. I'm so yep. Did they and allow you I back slow, in? I slow... Well, did slowly. I quickly walked out of that uh, bingo hall after mm-hmm. that. That's for sure. Did you show your face there again? <sighs> No, I did okay. not. Wow. I did not. Yeah, so bingo, be ready. You got to come correct to bingo or the people <laughs> out there, or they'll let you know about it. But uh, stick around after the break. We're going to be speaking about Orr's Farm Market because, uh, well, they made a pretty important list, made the top of a pretty important list. So stick around for that and more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Taking local stories and sharing them with the four state. This is Panhandle Live. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, attorneys at law. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Nice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. And Marsha, one of our favorite places here in the Panhandle is Orr's Farm Market. Absolutely. And joining us via phone is uh, manager Katie Ordove. Welcome in. Thank you so much for having me. So, uh, first of all, I should say congratulations, and uh, correct me if I get this wrong, TripAdvisor's Traveler's Choice 2022, you guys were in the top 10% of attractions worldwide. I know. We were really shocked. We got an email from them just saying that, you know, because of our um, scores from customers that had visited, um, that we were ranked and received that award in the top 10%. And um, when you think about that, it's just really an honor that, that our customers have given that kind of feedback about our, our location. And I don't know, we just felt really honored to, to share that. Yeah, it is cool that it came from, you know, uh, visitor and customer feedback. That's got to feel pretty good to know that it didn't just come from, you know, one quote unquote expert to travel around writer. and stopped in, you know, and just took a look around. And it actually <laughs> oh, came I from, like their blueberries. <laughs> right. It actually came from people that have been there, that have experienced it. Uh, that's got to feel pretty special. It does, because we work really hard to keep the customers happy all day long, and it's it's really a big job, you know, to make sure all those guests that come through have a good experience, and we really put a lot of effort forward, for, you know, towards that, so it felt good to get recognized. So um, I want to make sure, uh, Katie, that you talk about what, what you guys are harvesting right now, what folks can take advantage of. It is peach season, right? Yes, we are having an amazing peach season. It's been hot, and it's also been rainy, which is the perfect conditions for peaches. So we are harvesting, I think we're in our fourth or fifth variety now that we've been harvesting. Um, We have the yellow peaches. We have some white peaches. We have the donut peaches that people love. White peaches? Um, I don't think I've ever seen a white peach before. They're not as acidic, I think. Right. When you cut into them, they have a white flesh. And a lot of customers like them because they're very, very sweet. Um, not, Not as good for baking usually because they don't have that acidity, but just a different flavor. But they're not white, white. They're, oh, I think Jordan's that's what thinking I was that they're like albino <laughs> yeah, peaches. I was like, whoa, that right. would be kind of crazy. They have, pink, they have like a pink blush to them as well. But um, instead of that yellow, when you cut into them, they're more of a white color. Oh, I love peaches. <laughs> and and the thing is, you can go to Orr's and get the the fresh produce, but then they also have all those neat little kitschy home decor items. They've got You guys have like a whole bird feeding area, bird item area. Yeah, we've been getting into some locally made items. We just got um, some local jewelry in made by a teacher here in Berkeley County. Um, so those hit the shelf this week. And we have some beautiful handmade um, metalwork that just came in on the front porch, some really nice heavy-duty fire pits um, that have custom cutouts in them. 
Um, so I'm just really excited to share some things that local artisans are making as well. That's really so. I, I like the flag one. Yeah, so we're, we're looking through that right now you're on your Facebook. Making my birthday list, Jordan. I like oh. that flag <laughs> one. Um, so uh, what else is because I know you guys have the little farmyard, right? The the livestock. Right, we, we have the barnyard open every day um, from nine to five. You can just walk in right now. The last wagon goes out at three p.m. So just come before three, and you can still get on a hayride to go out to the barnyard. Um, we have blueberry picking and blackberry picking. Again, we're taking walk-ins for that as well. Um, the blackberries are just starting. There's not as many of those, but the blueberries are doing really good right now. We have flower picking. You can pick your own bouquet. No reservation needed for that. Just pop in. Um, and then we, we just started doing birthday parties. So if you go to our website, you can book a birthday party for your child. Um, we're, we're getting a few bookings for that now. So there's still some openings for August if you have a birthday party coming up and you don't know what to do. And I know um, there are a lot of great uh, scenic spots on the on your orchard area. If folks want to, t- to come out and take uh, photos, especially professional photographers, you guys have a process for that, right? Yes, there's some photography guidelines on our website. It's basically just locations you can go um, and also the times that you're allowed to be out here. And, um, yeah, we don't charge anything for that. We just ask people to be respectful of the times and locations. So uh, Orr's Farm Market Manager Katie Ordove is with us. And I, I, wanted, to give, I wanted to give a shout-out because I don't think you're going to mention it. Um, Meals on Wheels Berkeley County had a post this morning uh, that you guys had donated. That it was a thank-you post. It says, yesterday morning, Orr's donated 72 I'm, I'm going to screw it up. 72 pints of gorgeous blueberries for homebound seniors so they can have fresh fruit with their meals. They were able to serve their recipients more than 225 cups. That is a really neat donation you guys made. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, we every once in a while they'll reach out to us if they have a shortage in a certain area, and we're happy to supply them with fresh fruit for their, their senior meals. Oh, but fresh blueberries. Yeah, wow. my goodness. Say, I, we shouldn't start talking to her right now, Marsha, because I'm too hungry to be looking at these pictures and hearing about these peaches and these blueberries. But again, speaking with Katie Ordove, manager out at Orr's Farm Market, can you let people know where to go to get in touch with you to find out when you guys have uh, any deals going on, when you have all your events and things like that? Sure. Um, if you go to our Facebook page, Orr's Farm Market, we always put all of our um, specials up there. And then we also have a website at oarsfarmmarket.com. They can go there and find out information about our events. We have live bluegrass this, this coming weekend with Ernie Bradley from 12 to 5. Nice. Um, so all of our dates are on that website as well. And I do want to mention we're doing some catering as well. If anybody has a luncheon that they need help with, that dairy barn that we've renovated, we're also doing some luncheons for businesses. So if anybody needs help with that, just give me a shout. Awesome. Again, Kitty Ordove, manager at Orr's Farm Market. Thank you. Thank you for joining Panhandle Live this morning. Oh, you're you're very welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Take care. Have a great day. You, you too. too. And that was Katie Ordove from Orr's Farm Market. I forgot they were doing those bluegrass uh, day mm-hmm. nights every Friday. Talk about a That's perfect your jam. place. I know. Talk about a perfect place to go watch some bluegrass. Yeah, absolutely. It's and, beautiful there. And these peaches are looking good. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I got some peaches from, I can't remember who the farm was now, uh, at the farmer's market here in town mm-hmm. last week. Man, those were good peaches. I did was you walking share by. them with your family? Because you no. said they like peaches. Nope. No, I did not. I was walking by their stand and I saw them. And I think the person saw me look at them a little longer than I should. And she <laughs> the goes, lingering yeah, stare. She goes, hey, these are pretty good. And then I stopped a little bit. I was like, no, nah, I don't need them. And she goes, 
they're pretty good. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And I turned around. That's I all got it took, huh? That's all it took. Yeah. You don't got to twist my arm too much. And these donut peaches look pretty good too. Yeah. Those are gigantic. And this, wow. That's a, that's a good thing to eat. Heck yeah. Peaches are awesome. Do you, uh, do you skin them or do you eat them with the skin on? When I'm eating like a fresh one. Yeah. I eat them with the skin on. That's right. I think they get more nutrients that way. Yeah. Right? And it's like, but the, some people don't like the texture. The, I won't, I can't eat a Cherry. apple. I can't eat an apple. Normally, really? I, I can eat apple slices or like stewed apples, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I can't just eat a normal apple. Texture is crazy. I don't know Isn't anybody can do it. Like bite into like styrofoam. The, what, what textures bother you? Yeah, no. Yeah. Anyways, uh, good conversation with Katie or Dove. And if you missed any of that, you can listen back to it a little bit later on. We'll be back with more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And Marsha, CATF is, uh, well... It's underway. It's in full swing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep, through the end of the month. Um, and you can see all the details at their website, uh, at CATF, and uh, all these great... World premiere plays are coming to the beautiful campus of Shepherd University, and they have three different uh, venues uh, on campus that they're that they're using. One of the ones that we're going to be talking about uh, will be one of the smaller ones. Joining us via phone is Sarah Ellen Stevens, who plays Amina in Sheepdog. Welcome in. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yes. It's perfect. So, um, talk about uh, Sheepdog for folks who haven't really read the synopsis. Well. It's a story, at the core of it, it's truly a love story. And that's how I approached it. It's about two officers in the Cleveland police force named Amina and Ryan. Amina's black, Ryan is white. They are partners and fall deeply and passionately in love. And then, um, uh, unfortunately, a, a horrible tragedy happens in the community. There is some gun violence, and Ryan is uh, potentially responsible for that. And it's really unpacking all the nuance, not only between the relationship, but between police violence, uh, interracial relationships, and class in, in our modern-day world. Well, I always like uh, asking, you know, actors and actresses, especially when it comes to a role that, you know, is very much a, you know, a look at what's happening right now, a snapshot in time. So what was it like for you and your character kind of trying to figure out your character? And then once you really got into your role, how has it been, you know, kind of looking through that? Oh, it's, you know, the material isn't easy. It's very, it's challenging because it's addressing, the play takes place in 2017, but it's addressing a lot of issues that are happening right now, you know, every day. And I have a family member that I've lost to gun violence, not police violence, but uh, was killed by a stray bullet. And so it's very personal for me. And I try to tell the stories of my family and everything I do. So that has kind of helped motivate me through some of the more challenging 
subject matter of this piece and connect to the heart of it. And I'm sure it leaves the audience member wondering as the play progresses how the characters are going to handle this. I was reading a review from uh, broadwayworld.com uh, and they, they were saying that you deliver a passionate, nuanced performance and uh, talks about uh, laying out the, the complexities of this issue in a, a biracial relationship with all of the, the uh, events that are happening in, in our world today. So do you feel as though the, the audience members will come away with a lot to think about or will the, all this get resolved neatly with a bow by the end of the, of the show? <laughs> well, Marsha, I'm supposed Interesting question. Um, I don't, you know, like life and like what are happening in these real cases in life, it doesn't get resolved so neatly. I'd love to put a beautiful bow on it, and I know the playwright, Kevin Artigas, has been really beautiful in, in constructing this piece and all the nuance and how it leaves you thinking at the end completely. And I have to say, I mean, my character is working out the the problems of not only the disparities in the relationship but of the violence uh, that her partner may be responsible for in the community with the audience. So I actually uh, I'm looking into the eyes of everyone and I have no idea what they're experiencing or what their history is or what their their background or opinion is on some of these issues. <laughs> so I, I just try to stay present with them and, and be as generous as possible with, you know, with my story and my history. You know, in that case, that tiny venue, Studio 112, becomes part of the of the setting, the stage, because I, I noticed during in one of those uh, reviews, it talked about how you do make contact directly with the audience members, which, um, you know, might come as a surprise to folks just casually coming out for a night of theater. <laughs> I think so. I, I honestly, they don't know what they're getting into. <laughs> I, and it's, it is so fun. Um, it's such a great structure because you start right in the action of something and you're kind of, you're trying to catch up, but it, it's so artfully laid out where when it clicks towards the end of the play and you have all of this information now from both of the characters and, and Doug Harris does such a great job. He's such a great partner, not only as a character, but um, as, fe- as a fellow actor that uh, you, they get so locked in. And it's um, it's not it's not for it's not a fluff piece. Here <laughs> we're speaking with Sarah Ellen Stevens, who's performing in Sheepdog at this year's Contemporary American Theater Festival. But uh, Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long you've been acting? Where are you from? I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, and I. Oh my goodness! I, I know it's like the first day of class. You got to tell everybody uh, one interesting thing about yourself. Well, I was uh, deeply into classical music for 13 years. Wow. I played both the piano and the violin. Um, I've worn a lot of hats. At one point, I was, uh, I don't know if you're, there's a theme park called Paramount's King's Island. I was a dancer there for Nickelodeon. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so what got you into acting? Um, films. Very slowly, um started to unlock that part of me that wanted to communicate storytelling through that medium because music is a, a wonderful way to tell stories of course as well um i think jordan you you have a background in music you uh, as well too right mm-hmm. 
Actually, yeah, I do, actually. Um, and it, it's just kind of finding your, your path and how you want to tell your story. And I think films sort of, because you have, you know, everyone has access to films. It's one of the things I love about it. No matter what kind of walk of life you come from, you know, eventually you can afford a film, a movie ticket. And that kind of, it took some time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I finally realized that that's what I wanted to do. And I, I, I've been going to performing arts schools my whole life. So I, I had a way in. And so you, you've done that genre, and now you're at the stage here in West Virginia. Um, are you enjoying yourself? Oh, my gosh. It's wonderful. It's so, so interesting, and I, I'm so honored to be on, on this station and that celebrates the panhandle, this specific part, which is it's so interesting, and it's so connected to so many different other states and has its own personality. I'm really charmed by this area, and I'm, I'm very curious. The people are absolutely wonderful. Well, we're happy to have you here, and we're excited that you're performing in this year's Contemporary American Theater Festival in Sheepdog. Again, we're speaking with Sarah Ellen Stevens. Thank you for joining us this morning on Panhandle Live. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure, and um, uh, I, I hope if, if you can come and see us, I would be happy to speak with you after and hear your thoughts. Absolutely. That's awesome. It's Sarah Ellen Stevens. Thank you for joining Panhandle Live. Thank you. Have a great morning. Take you care, well. you too. Very cool. Seems like a very cool... Uh, all the plays down there seem like they're going to be so interesting. Thought-provoking. Yes. They, they stay with you afterward. Yeah. You know, you're going home, you're, you know, you're in the car, you're talking about what you saw, and... You know, you, you know it's a good one when you go, when you leave, or even like a movie too, right? You leave and the car is like quiet for uh -huh. the first couple of minutes because everybody's just sitting there like, hmm. And then someone breaks the want. ice with like, well, what do you think they yeah. meant by? <laughs> and then it's gone. What, and it's what's all. this? Why did they, why was that? Did you think that this <laughs> character was going to, and and then it's, yeah, you're right. Then it's off. So uh, the whole schedule is up at, uh, at the CATF uh, website and uh, those plays are going to be going through the end of the month. And, uh, you know, it's it's great to have this kind of theater world uh, premieres in our backyard. Yeah, it's very neat. And there's going to be a lot of different meet and greets and Q&As and uh, different interactive things happening in and around CATF in Shepherdstown on the campus and all over the place down there. So you can go over to the CATF Facebook page or their website and they have a bunch of uh, schedules up. I mean, this thing's going for a while. So there's mm -hmm. a lot to ha a lot happening and yeah, a lot to do every day. Don't wait till the last week. Right. Right. You know, yeah. Get out there and enjoy it. Take yourself. your time. Yeah. Because if you go to one, you're going to be like, well, and then I saw the, you know, there, know. there's something else or this actor is going to be this other play. And I really want to see that. Don't let yourself run out of time. You've been out to, you've been out to those mm -hmm. before. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Um, you know, I went early on, but you know, 30, 30 years ago uh. when, yeah. Um, <laughs> when, when I was an, a print reporter, mm -hmm. we got to go too, and uh, they're still thought provoking. And then recently I took my, my daughter and a friend of hers and it was the same experience that we were just kind of sitting there watching. And there were some difficult moments oh, in the yeah. play that we watched. And then we're in the car. And then all the, what did you think of the, you know, all that That's started. Neat. And it was just, it's, it's neat to see it happening with another generation. Absolutely. So. That's all happening down in Shepherdstown <laughs> in and around the campus of Shepherd University, the Contemporary American Theater Festival. Just any of that conversation with, uh, uh, with, Sarah Ellen Stevens, who's performing in Sheepdog at CATF. Listen back to it a little bit later on, and we'll be back with more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, the voice of the Panhandle. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik.
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firms from West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marshik Volick. And you're multitasking. We've got the, the quiet little racers on your phone, like grunting up this hill. Yeah. You know, I, I'm looking for someone's tongue to be hanging out because that yet. would be me. They're not but, to the big ones But they're yet. also fit, right? Oh, yeah. And then you've also been toggling around the, the Spice Girls reunion videos <laughs> all right so spice girls i just saw during the break that spice girls are going back on tour i mean that is i mean the boy band girl band when that thing was happening was mm-hmm. right in the pipeline of a young jordan with watching t getting home from school mm-hmm. watching trl so going back through watching a couple of those uh videos definitely there's a few there's a few trl videos that i could vividly remember going home and watching as a uh, young impressionable kid who was your favorite spice um, girl my favorite Spice Girl was Mel, Mel B. B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Mel B was my favorite Spice Girl. But man, I remember, I remember talking with a couple of the guys around the neighborhood after watching the uh, Christina Aguilera "Genie in a Bottle" video for the first time. Mm-hmm. Loved TRL. TRL was the best back made, in the day. Made quite the impression. I mean, look, you Did were probably doing the same thing with like David Bowie or you know whoever. Okay. Right. Yeah. Am I right? Not, not him. No, no. Mm-hmm. Who was, got, who was this? Okay. Who was your? Who was your? Who was Young Marsh's heartthrob celebrity? Sean Cassidy, Leaf Garrett. Yeah. I know Sean Cassidy, but I don't know. I don't know Leaf Garrett. Okay. Well, anyway, it, you'd you'd have to be a, a girl grown up in the seventies. <laughs> anyway, there were these magazines like Tiger Bait, Tiger yeah. Beat, and and you'd see them in the grocery store, and then like all of the the guys that would have been on the you know cover of those in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, that's who I was. <laughs> Man. Yearning Did for you it. have them all pasted up on your uh, on gonna, your walls? You know, you know what? Up on the ceiling. Some, some secrets a girl's just gonna ah, keep. I, yeah. can, I can feel. I can understand mm-hmm. that. I can understand that. Uh, but secrets that we're not keeping are where the gas <laughs> prices are, Marsha, because we are trying to ki- help people save a little money and help ourselves save a little money for that matter. So uh, wait, look, wait, did I just see a three? You might have, but we'll go back to that. Okay. So uh, if we're looking around, if you're down around the uh, VA line, maybe going to Northern Virginia a little bit, Winchester Way, you have uh, gas at 414 at the Gainsborough Market on North Frederick Pike. If you're nice. a Costco customer, 399 not bad. Okay, so but... The the trade off there is that line and going right. through that parking lot and yeah and yeah. your sanity's worth fifteen cents too absolutely so Gainsborough Market four fourteen and that's definitely the lowest uh, everything else is four twenty nine and higher so unless you're a Costco customer of course and Martinsburg four twenty nine seems to be where everything is at for the most part the rudders on uh, Hedgesville Road the BPs. On Shepherdstown Road, Hedgesville Road, uh, they're all 429. So that's what you're getting here around Martinsburg. And then if you're looking throughout the rest of the panhandle, well, actually, this is all of the state. You do see a 398, but that's <laughs> in Tunnelton. I was going to say, where's Tunnelton? <laughs> Tunnelton, West Virginia River. Have you ever heard of Tunnelton? No. I, I imagine we'd spend a lot of gas getting to Tunnelton if we've never heard of it. Uh, but I'm not seeing the Hedgesville uh, gas station that was having... The real low gas prices. Let me get Shepherdstown up here because I forgot to pull that up, Marsha. Okay. And in Shepherdstown, four nineteen. That's through good. gas station alley. Not bad. And let me check Still this. Gas one. station alley. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you, it is. It's gas station alley right there. So many. Uh, and then in Hedgesville, ooh, four oh nine at the Shell in Hedgesville, four oh nine. All right. What's the street address? What? 
5263 Hedgesville Road, 409. Tell him Panhandle Live sent you. Yeah, and save a little gas for me, please. Wow. Yeah, fill up a bag for me and put it on <laughs> no, the side. No, 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 that is bad advice. Do not <laughs> yeah, do what do the that. guy on the radio just told you yeah, to do. Yeah, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> Anyways, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, Spice Girls yeah. re- redo. Wow. So, But aren't they all like moms or mom age now? Well, yeah. they got to be in their 30s yeah. at least. Of course. I mean, how many cover bands have you gone and seen? Well, not even cover bands. How many uh, I've ever gone and seen Scorpion? Uh, gosh, when was that? So I'm up in Seven Springs, just outside of Pittsburgh. And um, it was cool, right? Because you're seeing Scorpion. They're playing the songs you want to hear. But then you're looking at them and it's like... <clears throat> 60s, 70s, maybe? Like, oh, that's, yeah. not, that's not that's the Gampy video. Age. Yeah, it's not the video I was looking at. <laughs> but very cool nonetheless. Gosh, but they say rock and roll never dies. It doesn't. So. It doesn't. And not just pop music because... We were in here singing Wannabe mm-hmm. by Spice Girls. Yep. Not going to lie. No, we were definitely doing that. But if you missed it, I thought it was pretty cool yesterday speaking with it. I was talking to uh, Rona over on today's 97.5 about this as well yesterday. And we had Washington County Ag Expo and Fair Queen on, Maddie Toms. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is ignorance on my behalf or maybe just because I didn't go to too many like fairs and things like that as a kid. But I thought it was just, you know, you got a cow that you got a pig that's a big one you bring it in mm-hmm. people buy it or people say yeah that's a big pig that's a big cow and then you get a ribbon and you keep going but there's so much more so much more to that stuff right yeah she was talking about you know her family is in the beef cattle yeah. uh, industry and she was talking about how yeah and i i kind of imagine this like the judge is looking at it just superimposing the the butcher map over the <laughs> over the the beef you know over the cow going oh yeah there's where the you know the, the good cuts the primo cuts go and mm-hmm. that one has a little fat on it and it, it's it's amazing it's and those those kids work so incredibly hard. Hard. So hard and they're waking up at at hours that their peers may not even mm-hmm. be aware the world exists right at such a young age too i mean getting their getting their field work done and going mm-hmm. to school and doing that and then they yeah. probably play sports and what have you, but um, breaking ice for your livestock in the winter, and then throwing those big fans on in the in the barn stalls for the expos and the fairs in the summertime. Harder working than I am. Harder working kids than I am. That's uh, that's for sure. But if no, you this that, can be hard work. This yeah, is a lot of true. prep. Yeah. Not the same way. But. Yeah, yeah. A lot of sitting down. A lot of sitting in this chair. <laughs> looking at a computer flipping but, um, through tabs on oh, the computer. so many so many but if you missed that conversation <laughs> with maddie you can listen back to it over on our panhandle live uh facebook and spotify page but you can also listen to uh panhandle sports live from yesterday where we had a pretty special guest legendary football shepherd football coach monty cater who's on the ballot for the 2022 college football hall of fame which uh, is pretty special marshall we had mm-hmm. an awesome conversation with him. He was such a good interview uh didn't expect anything less from coach cater but listen to this overall record 275 wins, 117 losses, and two ties. Well, pretty good. It's an yeah. over, if my math is right, it's uh, I think over 700 percent, like win percentage, which is not bad at it's all. Incredible. But yeah, and uh, we had a couple uh, interesting stories from him, and specifically back in 2015, because that was really like the best year they had under Coach Cater, 13 and one. Um, they got to the semifinal matchup where they got to last year against Ferris State, but this was at home against Grand Valley State. Ended up being 34-32, Shepard won. Uh, it was crazy. It was home, and this is uh, what Coach Cater had to say, thinking back to how important that game was to not just you know the school, but to him. It was great to get a win against a team of that caliber and to be able to do it at home uh, to, to get us to that next point. That, that was really, really special, and uh, you know that's not something I'll soon forget. 
And he speaks about the next point, which was the national championship game where they played Northwest Missouri State University. And, Marsha, I was uh, with a ton of people out of bar in Hagerstown. It was a Shepherd like sports fan, Shepherd football fans, uh, like tailgate party at this place. It was packed. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't see the outcome that we wanted. Shepherd lost 34-7 to in the national championship game. But uh, it was still a hard-fought game, and Co- Coach Cater had this to say about that as well. It was great to get there. I, th- I think... You know, we might have gotten a little caught up in our players. You know, nothing to compare that to. And exactly. maybe still thinking a little bit about the Grand Valley win. But uh, I don't know. I thought our kids played their bottoms off, and uh, and we did what we could. We played a team that was better than we were and, uh, you know, proved why they should be there. And then he just sound like somebody you'd want to play a little for. little bit humility. Right. Yeah. This sounds like somebody you want to play for, but uh, very cool talking with Coach Cater. You can listen back to that over on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page under Panhandle Sports Live. And I have an article up on PanhandleNewsNetwork.com if you want to read a little bit more. There's some more clips in that as well. You guys have had a solid first week. It's been a busy, busy first week on Panhandle Sports Live, that's for sure. And are you having fun? It sounds it like you're fun. having fun. My goodness. I mean, speaking with uh, the guys we did today with... Uh, Bill Queen and uh, Mike Spry. I mean, it's so neat to be able to get. There were so many big sports figures around here. Mm-hmm. So many big figures in general. But when you break it down and you look specifically at sports, I feel like in this area, just sample size, like per capita, I feel like it's incredible the amount of like big names mm-hmm. that are around here. So dynasties, was, right? Absolutely. So it was cool to talk to them uh, today, especially leading up to the West Virginia Little League State Tournament, which is at Oatsdale Park this weekend. Uh, they got the Home Run Derby tonight. It's always fun. I was in a Little League home run derby once, Marsha, and didn't hit a single. I don't even think I hit one out of the infield. It was off. I was so nervous. It was at and Municipal Stadium. 12? And you still remember it. I, <laughs> Vividly, obviously. I can't remember. I was getting asked yesterday by a bunch of old referees uh, that, you know, uh, ref all my games growing up and then through high school. Oh, this was at the Ravens thing? It was at the where we were at before. And... um <laughs> he was just sitting across from me, right? I was talking to people, my dad and, you know, some buddies down to my right, and the guy's sitting across from me, and he just uh, screams across and goes, hey, you remember how many touchdowns you had in high school? What? And I was like, eh, I'm not sure. And he just starts going off, recounting games that I was in and plays what? that I was in, and I don't remember any of it, but it's wow. always fun. That's that's the fun part about sports. People have sports memories like what, that. What is that? People are always keeping score, too. What is up with... I don't understand that mind. I, like, I do not have that memory or that mind, but it is amazing how you sports guys can just rattle off, oh, yeah, remember that 1972 you know, <laughs> Super Bowl where blah, blah, blah happened and these percentages, and then he went on to do this and that? Well, the best people to get... In, to get telling stories are officials slash like umpires because they got some stories and mm-hmm. it's usually when people are um not on their best behavior mm-hmm. i would say uh and i'm glad because uh i'm glad they didn't share any stories of me uh from when i was playing well no personally. good story ends with and then everyone complied <laughs> yeah and then everybody shook hands everybody <laughs> hugged and it was cool no, but very cool. Yeah, it's always fun. It's always fun talking with sports cats. And it's always fun talking with you too, Marsha. Well, thanks. And I then on sports cats, even though you're an honorary sports uh, panhandle sports network, <laughs> panhandle sports live, panhandle sports. <laughs> like I'm uh, the, the, the sports mom. You are the sports mom. For Y'all sure. need to recruit some sports moms because there are some really great ones out here. <laughs> well, we got to get uh, to the top of the hour because Hoppy's getting ready to come on and kick us off. So for Marsha Kavali, been Jordan Nice Warner, Panhandle Live. You can uh, find us on Facebook and Spotify. We will talk to you tomorrow.
WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here too.